welcome to our today's pod- podcast. We bless the Lord because you are able to join us. You are a blessing to us. We thank God because your listening is not in vain. And uh, today I want to share about waiting upon God. We are in a season that all of us are waiting on the global pandemic that is COVID-19 to come to an end so that life can go back to normal. And I know it seems as if there is no hope, but I want to assure you there is hope. And I want you to know that life is pretty much of waiting. All of us at some point in life are waiting, either for someone or something. But not all of us who get what we're waiting for. Uh, sometimes we're waiting to be served at a bank. We are waiting at an ATM. You know, some of us are waiting to get married. Some are waiting to have children. Others are waiting for their children to go back to school. Some of us are waiting for their children to complete school, to get promoted, to get employed, to start their own business. In fact, Jesus is waiting for you to accept him. So, in this life, has a lot of waiting. And uh, while we're waiting on God, you should know this, that to God, one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. That is in Second Peter, chapter number 3 and verse 8. And uh, I did uh, some calculations. Mathematically speaking, the ratio is 1 is to 365,000. To God, one day is like 365,000 days. Still, 3,000, uh, still, uh, sorry, still 365 days, 365,000 days is like one day before God. And uh, this is what uh, I want us to know. That no matter how much or how long we're waiting, God will will still come. And uh, one day, my my daughter cried and uh, she told me in Swahili that Baba Nataka Maziwa Sahi, and as a result, you know, she was a distraction because at that time I was preparing something, I was writing something. And out of nowhere, she started crying, I want this, I want this. I did not give her that moment. I didn't. But the following day, I gave it to her and explained to her that things do not happen at an instance. And that, that is how some of us are. Some of us are like my daughter. They want whatever they want at that time. They want it at that time. And life does not happen that way. If you read in Psalms 14, verse 1, David is saying that I waited patiently for the Lord and inclined to me and earned my prayer. So don't worry. Just the same way David had, uh, David was heard by God. That is the same way God has heard you and he will answer you at his appointed time. So don't rush things. Just wait. A story of two and of two and most an elephant and a dog 
both were friends and they got pregnant at the same time. Three months down the line, the dog gave birth to six puppies. Six months later, the dog was pregnant again, and nine months on, it gave birth to a dozen puppies. The pattern continued. And at the 18th month, the dog approached the elephant questioning, Are you sure that you're pregnant? You became pregnant on the same date. I have given birth three times to more than a dozen puppies, and they are now grown to become big dogs. Yet, you're still pregnant. What's going on? The elephant replied, There is something I want you to understand. What I'm carrying is not a puppy, but an elephant. I only give birth once in two years. When my babies hits when my baby hits the ground, the earth feels it. When my baby crosses the, the road, human beings stop and watch in admiration. What I carry draws admiration. So what I'm carrying is mighty and great. And uh, sometimes I know you're mocked because waiting upon your God. But I want to give you this assurance. Today, I want to assure you that what you're carrying is not just anything. It is something that when you receive, there is a testimony and it shakes the world. So hold on to God. Wait upon Him because He will come. And there are some common mistakes that people do when or while they are waiting. I don't know that, that is listening to people. Many a times God seems to tally and lose confidence in Him. We end seeking our own and listening to people. If you read in Genesis chapter number 16, uh, you'll find out that Abraham was promised a son by God himself. But in verse 3, this is what his wife told him. See now the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please go into my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children by her. Abraham had heard from God, directly from God. And he knew that God would bless him with a son by his wife Sarah but still he was led astray by his wife he went in and Ishmael was born 15 years down the line God gave Abraham another son that is Isaac, this time by his wife Sarah. And he had to chase away Ishmael together with his mom away. I don't think it was easy to chase away his own son. What I want us to see is if you fail to wait upon God and listen to people, you might be forced some years to come to go through a very painful process because I don't think it was easy for Abraham to tell his own son go away I am sending you away together with your mom I don't think it was easy it was a hard decision but it's because he did not listen to God it was painful because he did not 
wait upon God. Someone else I want to talk about who did not wait upon God is someone in the book of Ruth. The Bible talks about a man called Elimelech. He had a wife called Naomi and two sons, Malon and Kilion. And these people dwelt in Bethlehem, Judah. Another name for Bethlehem is the land of bread. And uh, there is a time that there was a famine in that land. And Elimelech decided to go to the land of Moab, Moabites because there was food in that place. And the Bible reckons that at the end of 10 years, Elimelech was dead, his two sons were dead, only their mother was left, that is Naomi, and the two ladies, that is Ophra and, and Ruth. And I want to give you some history about Moab. If you remember the time that uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was burnt by God himself because of their weakness, Lot used to dwell amongst them. And uh, God, through Abraham, Lot and his family were rescued. His wife looked back and he turned, she turned to a pillar of salt. So Lot went with his two daughters and he was told by God to go to the mountains but he requested to stay in a cave that was at the bottom of the mountain and he was allowed to do so and one day the two daughters of Lot they, they, they spoke amongst themselves between themselves and they said that you know they are not meant to marry us where will we get children? And that is where the idea came that they made their father drunk. The first one slept with the father, she conceived. The second one, she, she also slept with the father. And the first daughter of Lot is the mother of Moab. My dear, Moab could call or rather would call Lot my grandfather or you call him my father and Moabites the generation of Moabites those are people that are cursed because of that act and this is the place where someone who is an Israelite Erimelech someone like Erimelech is coming from a land Bethlehem, which is called the land of bread, it goes to a place that is a cast land. When he did that, he ended up losing his own life and he lost his two sons. That's why after Naomi heard that Bethlehem was remembered by God and there was food, she went back. And we know about the story when Ophra decided to go, then Ruth decided to go, and the the, fam, the the famous verse of wherever you go, I shall go, your people will be my people. But now when Naomi came back to this land, she said, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara. 
which means bitter. She went, she moved from a place that is a place where there is plenty of bread and went to a cast land. This costed Naomi dearly. And most of us, they do this when there is a temporary problem. Because you see, this was only 10 years. Some of us, when there is a temporary problem in our lives, we tend to go out of our way. We say this time, I not trust God for this. I look for help somewhere else. And then when everything comes back to normal, I will come back to God. And this one cost us dearly. So please, don't go away. Don't lose your life. Don't do this. Don't go out to the land which is a blessed land and go to a cursed land just because of food. Abide in that place because God will remember that land just the way he remembered Bethlehem Judah. He remember that place. Uh, there, is, there are three people in the Bible that had confidence in their God and this is the confidence I want us to have. That is Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. When they failed to bow the image that was made by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, they were summoned before the king to be asked why they are doing so. And Nebuchadnezzar was hoping that they'll bow before him. But this is the answer they gave him in Daniel chapter number 3, 16 to 18. They said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he'll deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let him know to you, O king, that we not serve your gods, nor we worship the gold image which you have set up. You see, Nebuchadnezzar was hoping that these guys will defend themselves so that they are not thrown in the burning furnace. But they stood their ground that they know that their God is able to deliver them. And even if it does not deliver them, he remains to be God. And this is the confidence we should have in our God, that he is God. He will come in for us. No matter the situation, it does not matter how it looks, the way things look, he will come in for us. He came for this guy. He came and Nebuchadnezzar asked, did we not throw three men in the fire? The fourth one looks like a son of God. That is Jesus himself. He came in for them and he rescued them. So let us have confidence in God. He will rescue us. He was able to rescue Daniel when Daniel was thrown in the den of lions. He is the same God today. He will come in for us. So let us wait for him because he is a faithful God and he will come in for us. There are three practical ways or three things that we can do while we're waiting. One of the things we can do is we continue prayer. Daniel is an example. He kept on praying. This is a time that he prayed and his answer did not come as he expected. He continued to pray. After the 21st day when the angel came and told him 
actually the 22nd because he had purpose to pray for 21 days the 22nd day that is when the angel came and he told him Daniel your prayer was answered the first day you prayed so even us whatever you're asking whatever you're waiting for as you wait for your answer as you wait for that thing that you're waiting for continue praying another thing we can do is continue to serve an example of people who did this is David he was anointed king of Israel but he not become he did not occupy that position that day but he continued to tender his father's sheep and when called upon to come and play the harp before King Saul he did that faithfully just imagine you are serving the man who is seated on your seat he continued to do it faithfully because that is what God required of him another thing we can do is as we wait for God to come in for us we can continue to worship we can sing hymns we can pray an example is in Acts chapter number 16 verse 25 and 26 Paul and Silas when they were thrown in prison they continued to pray and sing hymns even us we can practice these things as we wait for covid-19 to come to an end we can do something we can continue to glorify god because service the service that was done by david what was done by daniel what is done by paul and silas all these things they are service towards god we can continue to do things that glorify god if you're in a position to share a word of encouragement with someone this time of covid-19 continue to bless them people do not have access to their churches right now if you want you know one or two verses share with them bless them tell them that god will come in for them because this is what we've come to do let us do it with one another at this time send someone a message tell them about jesus share the word of grace with them and our god is faithful this time will not have been wasted let me tell you this about and yes in the sight of god is like yesterday when it is past and like a watch in the night god will make covenant and go away my prayer is this that as we wait for it to go away i know you are also waiting for other things we are hoping to get food we are hoping to get rent some of us are praying god give me money to do this and this and this give me resources to do this as we wait for all these things let us wait patiently don't look for help outside or elsewhere trust upon this god have confidence in him and rest assured he'll come in for you he came in for me in so many situations when i was growing up there are so many things that he has done for me some things that i don't even know you know <laughs> sometimes we take life even for granted there are things i've been waiting for let me tell you this and this is something i've learned over time when you're waiting upon god 
don't look at how many people are ahead of me how many people have made it in life yet have not made it if you do that you don't you will not have a reason to thank god but if you look back there are so many people you started with so many did and you are ahead of them in so many ways if you look at life from that perspective you'll have a reason to thank god but if you look only at those who are ahead of you you just live a life of competition a life that you always want to be ahead of people you want around to achieve what ahead of whom but if you look back where you started where you are today and how many people you started with and you're not with them today you thank God and you'll have confidence even to wait upon him another time God bless you for listening that is our sermon for today and uh, I hope that we'll continue to hear the one together for the glory and honor of the uh, for the glory and honor of God let us pray father in the mighty name of Jesus I thank you because of my listeners I have received this word from you that it may, may benefit my life and benefit the lives of these dear ones. I commit them in your hands as they wait upon you. This is the confidence that we have that you will come in for them as you come in for me. My Father and my God, I commit them in your hands and I pray this is one thing they are trusting you for. Whatever it is, I know that there is nothing that is impossible with you. You are able to do more abundantly and exceedingly, more than we can ask, more than we can even imagine. I pray that, you, that God, you may come in for these dear ones. Thank you because you are good. Thank you because you are awesome. There is no one else like you. If there is someone, my father, who is in a fix and he has been crying for you unto you, he or she has been crying for help. I pray at this moment that you may manifest yourself and come in for them. Thank you for this day. You go on to us. We don't take it for granted. Thank you even for this chance to share your word with my Father. Receive honor and adoration for there is no one else like you. And this we pray through Christ Jesus who is our Lord and Savior. Amen. God bless you and do you good. I hope that uh, we'll have a chance to share the word of God again. And I pray that we continue listening to more and more sermons on this platform for the glory of God. I hope that all of us will continue to grow because God is faithful. Shalom. God bless you.